stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and I'm going solo this week to talk about how you can find great hidden gem stocks. So everyone knows about the fangs. We all know Microsoft, NVIDIA, Shopify, PayPal, Square, you know them all. But what if you can invest in a great company that's growing its earnings before everyone knows about it? A company that's off the radar, that's basically hidden. But if it's hidden, how do you find it, right? That's the dilemma. It's not like it would be trending on stock twits or they're even talking about it on CNBC. So let me give you a little secret. I'm going to share it today, this week. And that secret is the Zach's number one rank strong buy list. It's on Zach's.com. So as part of my job here at Zach's, I read an article every two weeks called The Bull of the Day. You can find it on our homepage. If you go to Zach's.com, you have to scroll down a little bit. It's like kind of in the middle of the page when you scroll down a bit. You'll see it there. You'll see Bull and Bear of the Day, two articles hanging out there. Those are free. You can click on them. You can read them. I only write it once about every two weeks because it rotates between me and all of my colleagues here at Saks. So we each are writing a bull and a bear every day, Monday through Friday. They'll show up on there as long as the stock market's open. And uh, the bull, obviously, is the Zach's number one strong buys. And the bears are Zach's number five strong sells. And I know what you're thinking, like, man, I'm never reading that bear article. (laughs) Who wants a bear stock, right? Um, Hey, I'm with you. It's always hard to write the bear of the day. But occasionally, you can... Find some hidden gems in the bear of the day as well. Sometimes when I'm writing it, I, I'm always, uh, you know, kind of dawns on me like, hey, things aren't that bad at this company as it seems, even though the estimates are being cut, but they're being cut sometimes for a reason. That reason might be transitory. It's not going to be there later. The market's overreacting, selling it off. It might be cheap. So sometimes I secretly do like the bears of the day and feel like that's a contrarian play and you can find some hidden gems and opportunities in the bear of the day too. So you might want to just click on the bears of the day article too and kind of glance at it. But the real action for finding the hidden gems is in the the buys of the day, the bulls, um, the strong buys, the number ones. And so definitely um, you should be reading that. And what I found while writing that article, the Bull of the Day articles, is that I've run across many companies I've never heard of, uh, companies that I knew nothing about that are on the list. And sometimes I'll take a deeper dive and I end up writing about one of them for the Bull of the Day. And then it goes on to my watch list because with several of them, I've been blown away by the revenue and earnings growth, how bullish the analysts were, maybe the industry it's in and how that industry is turning around. Yet no one was really talking about these companies. Um, Some of them were small caps, which is why they're not on everybody's radar. But there's also a lot of large caps that are on the uh, number one ranked list 
that includes a lot that might be out of favor or in an industry that's disliked, you know, like the banks or something. But things are turning around on their earnings, and that's why they're making the list. So um, the several of the companies that I was able to put on my watch list over the years, a couple of those I was able to buy when they went on sale in the coronavirus sell-off. So I already was following them. I might have been listening in on the conference calls already, even though I didn't own them in, say, my value investor portfolio here at Zacks. And so um, I was just waiting kind of for an opportunity for them to become values, which I got on several of them in that coronavirus sell-off. So why does the Zacks rank uncover these hidden gems? And I think it's because the number one rank really means, you know, that the analysts are revising the earnings estimates higher, usually. That's why you get the number one rank. And that usually means something good is going on at that company. Not always, but usually it does, uh, because there's a reason that several of the analysts are all at the same time, um, you know, revising that full year estimate higher. So the Zach's number one rank list is located right below the bull and bear of the day on the website, but that is not free. You do have to be a premium member to get access to that. Um, but that's why this podcast is good, right? Because sometimes you can get uh, some of the stocks on there through listening to this podcast, because I'm going to give you some today. But there are 233 on the number one ranked stock list right now here as earnings season is starting in July 2021. So that's um, a good number that's on the number one rank list. And it usually ranges every, everywhere from around 200 to right around here where it is right now, 233, which is on the higher end. So you won't always find hidden gems when you go to the list because the list can change every day. There's the rank can change daily. So that means the list obviously can change daily. So, um, you know, it's not going to be this like static list on, you know, you're going to get a lot of different companies moving in and out, especially during during earnings season, which is what we're entering into now because companies are reporting analysts are taking stock of what's been said and guidance and raising or cutting estimates um, depending on what's going on. So that's when you get a lot of changes in the Zach's rank. But um, it only takes one really hidden gem right off of a list like this. And that can change your portfolio. I know it has for my value investor portfolio with, again, several companies that I found off of just perusing the the rank buy list over the years and writing these articles. So I took a look at this year, or this uh, daily list today and tried to see like, are there some companies on here that I, I know nothing about or that might, you know, possibly um, have some further upside now, on the list, there were a lot of the ones we all know because some of them have rising earnings estimates, too. So companies like Zoom are on the number one rank list right now. And that's OK. That's great. Um, it tells you something good is going on at Zoom if if they are on the list. But these other ones, you kind of have to just peruse the list and like pick out some names maybe you've never heard of. 
And I've been doing this a long time now, and there are usually names on the list, companies that I, I don't know what they do, even though it lists the industry there um, that I've never heard of. So this is always intriguing, and it uh, takes a little bit of time to kind of look through and then go do more research on the companies, but it can be worth it. So some of the stocks, like I said, could be... Uh, big cap companies that are kind of being ignored, kind of value plays, if if you want to call them that, but just companies that maybe have been out of favor for whatever reason. So one of those that I picked off the list right away was DuPont, ticker DD. So there were 10 chemical companies on the list. So that's another good thing about the Zacks rank. It does reveal patterns that are happening in certain industries, like the trends and which industries are seeing rising earnings estimates. And that can matter a lot if it's a cyclical industry, especially a lot of commodities. But it tells you when that cycle is picking up because that's when the earnings estimates will rise when the cycle is on the upswing. So DuPont, probably in one of those that category because there are 10 chemical companies on the list right now, which is a lot. So DuPont earnings expected to be up 12.8% this year and another 18.8 in 2022. It's uh, year to date up just 10.9%. So that is underperforming the S&P 500 up 16.8. Over one year, however, up 51% compared to 37.6 for the S&P 500 now. But uh, so still a good, good rally that it's had off the coronavirus lows, but trailing a little bit here in 2021. It's trading at 21 times, so not super cheap here, but it does report in earnings in late July, so uh, things could change a lot on this next earnings report. So keep that in mind with any discussion, you know, for any stock right now during earnings season that uh, the data gets old real fast if they're about to report earnings. So that is true of DuPont. But that's, this is one of the large cap companies on the list, as I said, that you know isn't really getting much traction right now from anybody. Um, okay, then switching into maybe other industries that you might not be that familiar with. So you know the techs, you might know the fintechs, you know the big banks, uh, companies like that, but some of these, again, cyclical industries that are now cycling into the upside, you might not be as familiar. So Nutrien is on the list. I've talked about it before on several podcasts, ticker NTR. This is an agribusiness company in Canada and it includes fertilizers, but it has a big digital business that is um, digital online ordering for the farmers for like seeds and other supplies. They didn't, they didn't really have e-commerce before. They used to go to the stores. And now Nutrien has launched this big uh, online portal, and it's doing far better than they expected, like right out of the gate. And then the pandemic actually helped uh, speed up the strength of that digital business. So they do have a tech component to them. They're not just agribusiness or farming uh, but the fertilizers, prices of fertilizers are rebounding. That's on the up cycle. So that's why the earnings for the fertilizers are on the increase. So Nutrien 2021 earnings expected to be up 105%. 2022, the analysts only have 2% right now, but they are just being cautious, I think, because 2022 is still a little ways out. 
So um, with weather and other things still in play for agriculture, they're being a little more conservative with what the outlook is for 2022. PE is just 16.6 because that E is rising. So not super cheap, but not altogether expensive, kind of moderate there. Uh, shares over one year up 93% for Nutrien. Uh, year to date up 27.6. So that is beating the S&P 500. This is one that I own in the value investor, but I've known Nutrien for many years in its it's been merged so in its various uh other incarnations when it was agrium they uh have always been on my radar but if you don't know anything about agriculture or the fertilizers the rank can show you what's going on in some of these industries and so it does with nutrient as a zax number one it reports on august 9th so we're going to find out more about what its outlook is looking like for next year as we're moving into the second half of the year now. So that's Nutrien, ticker NTR. Then there were some stocks where I was like, what's this? Never heard of it. Um, Zach's rank covers over 4,000 stocks. It's like 4,400 stocks. So there are going to be new IPOs, some new small caps, uh, older small caps that just have never been on the radar anywhere, but maybe now are on the radar. And that's what you can uncover in the Zach's rank. And this uh, next company is one of those. So it's Transcat, Transcat, T-R-N-S is the ticker. It's a leader in test and measurement industry for over 40 years. So it's been around a while but I've never heard of it. So in May, they reported their fourth quarter, it was record revenue with the service segment rising 15.8% and they grew gross margins by 500 basis points. Not too shabby. Now they're a small cap. That's why many of us have never heard of them. Market cap of 472 million. Year to date, the shares are up 80.6%. So that's pretty strong. So someone has heard of them because someone has been buying. Fiscal 2022, because they're about to enter into fiscal 22 with this next earnings report. Earnings expected to be up 38% year over year. And then the next fiscal year, up another 29%. So this is a growth stock. They've also beat big the last four quarters in a row during the pandemic. So that's been strong. We have at Zax.com only two estimates, so it's lightly covered. So keep that in mind. You're going to want to be tuning into conference calls with any of these small caps or with any of them, actually, to do your homework. PE is now 45 because it is um, up big. Yes, it does have growth on that earnings side, but it's no longer cheap. But you are buying the growth with this. So it's TransCat. Transcat, T-R-N-S is the ticker on that one. And then kind of sticking with the unknowns, the next company I um, am not familiar with either. It's called Heritage Crystal Clean, ticker H-C-C-I. It has a market cap of $696 million, so it is also a small cap with a very low trading volume right now, just 50,000 shares. So not many people paying any attention. It's the largest environmental service provider in U.S. and Canada. And in May, they too had a record first quarter. Uh, They 
uh, uh, they do parts cleaning, used oil re-refining, and hazardous and non-hazardous waste services. And in the first quarter, what attributed to that record was the oil business segment, where that was up 21% year over year. So operating margins jumped to 24.8% from 18.4% last year due to that strength in the oil business segment. Now, year to date, these shares are up 35%, easily beating the S&P 500. And over the last year, they're up 84.8%. So some people are paying attention. Now, earnings expected to be up 300% in 2021. Um, $1.52 versus $0.38 cents the prior year. In 2022, expected to decline a bit here, down 6.2% to $1.43. So from $1.52 to $1.43. But that could be because there's not many analysts and um, they're unsure of what's going to happen, you know, a full six months or more going into the future. So they're being more conservative there with 2022. We'll know more when they report, looks like at the end of July, so you're gonna wanna tune in. Has a forward P of 19, so it's not altogether crazy expensive. It's not as, as expensive as Transcat at 45 times, so there's that. Um, but a lot of these are in kind of unique businesses and these are ones you're going to have to investigate and find out more but um, seems to be in an area that could be hot here with you know the um, services of the hazardous and non-hazardous waste area so that is heritage crystal clean hcci and then i decided to go for a retailer for the fifth stack because i have uncovered over the years, some unknown retailers that I'd never heard of, which is kind of surprising for me because I am uh, big on the retail industry and, you know, I thought I knew all because of my shopping habits. But no, um, a lot of regional chains are still regional. A lot of things have not spread to the entire country or globally. Um, even with the internet. So you can still uncover companies that um, you've never heard of or you've never shopped at, but other people obviously have. That's why it's got the good Zacks rank. And this retailer is one of those. So it's Boot Barn, ticker B-O-O-T. I have talked about it on various podcasts over the years, but five or six years ago, I did not know what they were. Never heard of them because in Illinois, there's not many boot barns at all. I think I looked it up once and there was there is one somewhere, but other states have you know dozens of them because they have 275 stores in 36 states. So they're not that small of a chain, ticker B-O-O-T. They do the footwear, the boots obviously, but also apparel and accessories. So they've just been killing it even pre-pandemic and now uh, during the pandemic and post-pandemic, they're still killing it. So in the fourth quarter, which ended on March 27th, same-store sales up 26.9% with e-commerce up 19.5%. Yes, part of that quarter was in the pandemic quarter of the prior year. So the year-over-year -year looks good. Uh, fiscal, the full fiscal year, same store sales were down 1.1, but that's because of the shutdowns, right? In many of the states, 
And those spring coronavirus shutdown when the stores were closed altogether. But e-commerce up 23.6%. So they really got their digital side humming during the pandemic. They did open 15 new stores on the year during the pandemic. That's impressive. And they said that sales gained momentum throughout the year. Obviously, we got the vaccine that's being rolled out and the reopen came into play. And so the consumer started spending more. The stimulus has been out there and uh, boots and other clothing and things are still where the consumer is uh, spending their money. So shares aren't real cheap here. They're trading at 25.8 times, but the growth is solid. So fiscal 2022 earnings expected to be up 70.3%. So this next quarter is Q1 of 2022. So 70.3%. And then 2023 analysts still bullish 5.5%, but that's a whole you know, almost a year away until we get to 2023. So they're not, they're not really looking that far ahead of time right here, but they're still bullish on the year. Um, what have these shares have been doing? It's been pretty crazy. So year to date, they're up 92%. Yes, Boot Barn, a company you may or may not have heard of. This is not Lululemon, right? Which you would think would be the one up 92 no, Boot Barn up 92. Over the last year, up 315% off those coronavirus lows as the retailers did get hammered, but still 315% off those lows. That was a real buying opportunity in 2020. Now, by comparison, I did take a look at NVIDIA because it has been one of the hotter tech names NVIDIA is up 94% over the last year. Not too shabby either. <laughs> 94%, almost double your money in one year, but Boot Barn up 315%. So they did give us some data. They're real good at this in April and May because the quarter ended at the end of March and then they reported in May. So they did provide what was happening year over year for those weeks. And, and also compared it to 2019 because the April and May will be the shutdown of the stores. And you will see a surge in the online orders in those months from a year ago. And so we want to know how is it comparing um, to the prior pre-COVID when you didn't have these weird uh, influences hitting it. And the April and the May weekly numbers were higher than both last year's and 2019. So this is at a whole new level here for Boot Barn. But this is also, again, why the Zacks rank is good, because um, it can uncover some of these smaller retailers, the more regional names, um, the more niche specialty retailers that you may have not heard of or aren't paying much attention to that can turn out to have these great business models like Boot Barn has for several years with this great growth and um as an investor you can really you can really cash in if you time it correctly here which hopefully some did with boot barn back in 2020 still looking pretty attractive here though with the earnings estimates still on the rise here that's why it's got the number one rank um here in 2021 so again i would never have heard of a lot of these companies without the rank. And that's true of um, even like Nutrien, 
you hear all the time of Mosaic and, uh, you know, the, the biggest names in an industry, but you never hear of some of the underlying companies that may have just as strong of fundamentals and business model, but because they're not trending on stock twits, um, it doesn't come across your radar and there's no other way to, to really get it across your radar except for something like this, the Zach's rank list which does give us the ones with the rising earnings estimates. So um, again, some can be large caps and you can find deals in the large caps under the number one ranks, uh, but a lot will be mid caps and the smaller caps. So Boot Barn is a mid cap stock now with a market cap of 2.4 billion. So it's not as small as it used to be, even though it might not be as well known as some others, but it, it, it is a mid cap company. So uh, there's some interesting other interesting stocks on the list that I just can't get to because there's 233 of them on there. As I said, you can discern some trends from looking at the list. So in addition to the 10 chemical companies, there are 11 uh, EMPs on there. There might even be another one uh, since I last looked, but there were 11. And that's a lot for one industry. So that tells you that in a cyclical industry like a commodities that the analysts are all uh, heading in one direction. Same with the Zach's number five strong cells. You may see a bunch from the same industry on that list, which also indicates that the analysts are bearish and are cutting all everyone in the same industry. If it's one of those cyclical type of industries where the earnings move up and down based on the cycle. So that is true in some of these commodity type industries right now. So keep that in mind when you're looking at the list. Also, if you are interested in some of those commodity stocks and you're unclear of like, which one should I buy? There's, you know, there's a lot in here. You can use the Zach's rank to at least narrow it down to the number ones that are on in that particular industry and then kind of go from there. So at least you're only looking at 11 of the EMPs. You're not looking at, you know, 30 or 40 of them if you're going to narrow it only down to the Zach's rank number ones. And there are some on that EMP list that are the smaller, relatively unknown oil companies in addition to some of the large cap ones. So again, it is a good way to discover some of those hidden gem type of stocks and companies that aren't on everyone's radar. So let me recap the tickers again. So there was DuPont, which everybody does know. It's been around forever, right? But um, maybe most people aren't paying attention to it, but it is a Zach's rank number one right now, and that's ticker DD. And then on the fertilizer agriculture side, Nutrien is still on the list. It's coming up with earnings shortly. NTR is the ticker there. Then we had Transcat. That was the one that's in the um, the uh, test and measurement industry, TRNS, and it's trading at 45 times now. So keep that in mind. It's a big growth stock, however, with double-digit earnings growth expected. Then we had Heritage Crystal Clean, HCCI. That one is that environmental service provider, and it's uh, also pretty hot 
year to date and over the last year, but very few probably paying much attention to that. Also, because the volume is low, it's just about 50,000 shares traded today. So I know nobody on StockTwits is watching that one, right? And then we had Boot Barn, B-O-O-T, one of the hidden retailers that never gets the love. It's never on you know, any of the um, like fast money type of shows on CNBC or anything. It's always like Lulu or those big names, which I like too. But some of these hidden gem retailers can be uh, big winners depending on when you get into them. So that's Boot Barn, B-O-O-T. And as always, I intend to uncover more of these hidden gems and talk about what's going on out in the stock market and with the economy every week here at the Zach's Market Edge. So be sure to get us somewhere. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Amazon Music. But as always, I'll be back again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified and described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.